Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. On July 20th, 1877, B&O President John Work Garrett was in a dour mood. A few days earlier, his beloved 85-year-old mother had passed away. Now, after he thought he had put down a small labor disturbance in Martinsburg, his trains had been stopped again at Cumberland. Garrett summoned John Lee Carroll from his country estate and told the governor he wanted federal troops. Carroll instead ordered his National Guard regiments to assemble and march to Camden Yards. So it was that at 6.35 on that beautiful Friday evening, bells all over the city, led by Big Sam at City Hall, sounded the dreadful alarm. A riot was in progress. Curious working people came out of homes and saloons to see what was afoot. At 7.30, from far up Utah Street, came the unmistakable thud and thunder of drums. The well-to-do crowd in front of the 5th Regiment Armory broke into polite applause as Baltimore's proud 5th Regiment swung out onto Garden Street behind its drum corps. They marched handsomely across Madison to Utah, but there they confronted an awesome sight. For Utah, clear to the railroad yards, was now packed with thousands of angry working men. The workers went for the guardsmen's rifles, and a riot started for real. Women hurled rocks from upper-story windows and dropped a dozen militiamen in their tracks. As they came near the yards, the soldiers fixed bayonets and charged into the station. Across town, the 6th Regiment had an even worse time of it. Their armory was at Front and Fayette, in the heart of the factory district. A storm of rocks met them as they came out. Only after they had fired back, killing a few in the crowd, could they organize and begin their march. On Baltimore Street, though, another mob was waiting. Eyewitnesses said that as the troops came into view, the crowd fell into a businesslike silence. Men and boys fingered the rocks in their pockets. The guardsmen reached them, and the crowd closed in. The fighting was hand-to-hand. When the 6th finally made it to Camden Station, it left behind ten dead rioters and scores of wounded, and half the regiment had deserted. What was left of the National Guard was now trapped inside Camden Station, along with Mayor Latrobe, Governor Carroll, the entire Board of Police Commissioners, and a number of BNO officials, though not Garrett himself. Outside, 15,000 angry workers cheered and drank and threw stones through the windows. The working people everywhere are with us, one man told a Philadelphia reporter. They know what it's like to bring up a family on 90 cents a day, to live on beans and cornmeal week in and week out, to run into debt at the stores until you cannot get trusted any longer, to see the wife breaking down under privation and distress, and the children growing sharp and fierce like wolves day after day because they don't get enough to eat. Those children, the wolves, had shown what they could do in Cumberland. Now they struck again. Three drunken boys jumped into the Chicago Express, got up steam, and drove at full speed into the yards, jumping off to watch as the locomotive rammed into some freights, tore up the platform on Lee Street, destroyed the dispatcher's office, and rolled upside down. Rumor had it that the mob intended to burn all railroad property and then set fire to the city. Governor Carroll wired President Hayes for help, and Hayes sent what help he could. The crowd did burn some railroad stock, but at one o'clock, the riot died down as people went home to get some sleep. In subsequent days, as the strike moved on to Pittsburgh and still more bloodshed, police and federal troops restored order. On the surface, it appeared the anger in Baltimore had spent itself. Garrett declared victory. We have the power, he said. We have the public sentiment with us. One Baltimore merchant disagreed. The strike is not a revolution of fanatics willing to fight for an idea, he told another reporter. It's a revolt of working men against low prices of labor, which have not been accompanied with low prices of food, clothing, and house rent. He was close to the mark, but not on it. 
What in hell do I care if I do get killed, a striker was heard to shout at the height of the rioting. It might as well be so as to starve to death.